Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is the whole truth and nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And we're coming to you live once again from Atlanta, Georgia. And we're coming to you today with a message of hope. This is the day that the Lord has made. The word of God said that we are to rejoice and be exceedingly glad therein. Because today is another day that we have never seen before. And although you made all of your plans and and you're running around and you're doing all of the things, mostly for your children and you're doing things for your family, you're doing things at your church, and, and, and you're moving about, you know, enjoying this Sabbath day. Today is the Sabbath day, and the Lord said that we should keep this day holy. Let's go in the book of Genesis. Let's go in the book of Genesis. And we're going to open up with prayer, but let us go in the book of Genesis so that we can see the importance of this day. And 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 we're in the we're <clears throat> we're in the uh we're in the book of Genesis and and we're talking about the, the the creation of man, and 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 how and how and how God set aside the Sabbath day, and 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 he and, and that was the first blessing that he gave to man, and that was the first blessing that God bestowed unto us was the gift of the seventh day. And in the second in the second verse of the book of Genesis, it says, Thus was the heaven and the and the earth was finished, and all the hosts of them. Second verse. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed, listen to this here, and God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. You see, so today is the Sabbath day. Today, I mean, by our calendars, by the calendar that we set up, this is the seventh day. And and for that reason, we should keep this day holy because from, from Genesis, from the beginning, this was established by God. This was the first commandment given unto man that the Sabbath day is a holy day and that the Sabbath day is a day blessed by God and that this is the day of rest. 
where we should rest from all of our labors and we should and we should worship and praise the Lord on this Sabbath day. Father God, we come before you with thanksgiving. Father God, we come before you with praise. We come before you because of your perfection, Lord, and your perfection that you have done in us. Father God, that you have put us back in right relationship with you through the suffering, death, and resurrection and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You have made us right with you. You have set us in right position with you. And Father God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for setting up the kingdom of God right here on earth in man. Father God, we give you all the honor. Father God, we give you all the glory. We say let thy kingdom come and let thy will be done in our lives this day. As this radio broadcast go forth, I pray that it touch the hearts and minds of men everywhere that they may be changed and that they may be converted. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, and thank God. Father God, we just bless your name. We just magnify your name. We just give you the glory today for all things, Lord. And we thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for all that you have done in our lives. In the name of Yeshua, your Son, our Lord and Savior, amen, and amen, and amen. Yep, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And we coming to you with nothing but the truth. I mean, as you read in your Bible, I have to ask you, how readest thou? I mean, you know, we have so many we have so many mixed up doctrines out here that's floating around. We got we got so many people that are teaching the Bible and I mean they've gone to seminary <laughs> or should I say cemetery, they go into seminary, cemetery, and they come out with a knowledge of the word of God that is not of God. It's not of God. How could you interpret the word of God other than how it has been written, other than how it has been explained? You know, you know I'm, I'm reminded of David, you know, and David kind of went on a rant in the, in the book of First uh, Chronicles, the 17th chapter, and you have to go back and read that read that whole chapter because David walked through the walked through the the experience of the children of Israel and noted that and note that we are the children of Israel, you and I, Black America, Central America, South America, Jamaica, all the islands. We are the we are the we are the descendants of Israel that were scattered throughout the four corners of the earth. There's no other people on the face of the earth that fit that description. The so-called Jews that are over there in the Holy Land, they are Khazars. They are not from they are not from Africa. You know, they came from from Russia, from Europe, from that descent, and they have they have they have they have you know taken over the Holy Land, and as according to the book of Revelation, they will be trodden down the Holy Land until the return of our Lord, until our return back to the Holy Land. So so we are the household of Israel. We are the children of the living God. We are the only one that fit the description of, 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 of Deuteronomy chapter 28, where it says, 
activity in ships. We are the only one that fits that category. We are the children of the living God. And David, in, in, in First Chronicles 17th chapter, he just went through a rant, you know, just saying, hey, this is, this is what has happened to us, you know. You know, and, and, and it starts off by saying, now it came to pass, First uh, uh, Chronicles uh, 17th chapter, and now it came to pass, as David sat in his house, David said to Nathan, Lord, I dwell in a house of but the ark of the covenant of the Lord remaineth under curtain. And and you know it goes into the description of how they wanted to how they wanted he wanted to build a house of God and and God told the prophet no you won't build the the house of God but God is going to raise up a son out of thy seed glory to God hallelujah and he shall build the house of the Lord and when David when when David received that revelation that his son was going to going to build going to build the house of God he was he was he was elated and he was so happy that he began to recount the history of Israel and all the things that they have went through and 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 he began to tell the story of how of how over and over again over and over again the children of Israel would would be reconciled to God and they would and they would and God would do would do dramatic feats for them, and God would part of the Red Sea and deliver them out of Egypt and delivered them in the wilderness and gave them manna from heaven, gave them the angels' food that they did eat the food that angels ate and they and and they they received water from the rock I mean the rock split open, and that rock is split open till this day. You can go there and see that rock split wide open where water gushed forth, not just a little trickle, but a whole river of water gushed forth to feed those thousands and thousands of people that were there in the wilderness with Moses. You know, we, 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 got, to, we got to take this Bible and dissect this Bible and find out what God is really saying to us. And David went back and recounted all of the things that, that the people of Israel endured and all of the things that the people came through and all of the time that they failed God, but God never failed them. God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And if you would look at your life, glory to God, and look at your testimony, how God brought you out of drugs, how God brought you out of fornication, how God brought you out of out of the out of the molestation, out of the ancestral relationship, out of the out of the beatings, out of the out of all of the turmoil and all of the all of the, the abuse and all of, and your imprisonment and how he brought you out of the out of the drug game and how he brought you out of thug living and how God brought you out of every situation and every circumstances. How right now some of you right now are living with HIV or living with AIDS, and God has still had you to face another day. You're still yet alive in your in your right mind, 
and, how, and, and, and those of you that God has delivered from all manner of diseases and cancer and, and all kinds of ulcers and all kind of, all kind of diverse diseases, God has brought you through every situation, through every circumstance. God has been with you. And a lot of the things that, that we are enduring in our lives right now is not God's fault, but it's our fault. Because we put ourselves in those situations. We put ourselves in those relationships. We put ourselves in those fellowships that we knew were destructive. But yet and still, God has brought us out. So when you look at your testimony, your testimony is pretty much like the children of Israel's testimony. You know, every time God brought you out and for some reason you went back in. Every time God brought you through, sometimes you went back through. You know, glory to God. We have to give God all of the honor. We have to give God all of the glory, and we have to give God all of the praise because he has wrought a miracle in our lives. He has wrought miracle after miracle in our lives. That car accident that you were in, you know, you could have been killed, but God protected you, crashed up the car, but you walked away from it in the name of Jesus Christ. That time that the people were out there shooting in the neighborhood, you hear gunshots all the time in your neighborhood. But that scrape bullet didn't hit you. But many times we, we read in the newspaper, we see online, but this little child was killed or this innocent person was killed by a scrape bullet. We have to thank God for every second for every breath that we breathe, for every time we wake up, we have to give thanks to God because it is only God's grace, his mercy, his favor that has saw us through to this great day. And we give God all the honor, and we give God all the glory, and we give God all the praise. And we have to, we have to recount our lives. Today I ask you to just recount your life. Just go back over your life and thank God for all the things he brought you through. Huh? Huh? Thank God for when you were laying on the bed giving birth to your child. You could have died giving birth to that child. But God brought you through and God brought your child through. Thank God for the times that, that, that God blessed you when you had no money, you had no income, you had, you had all of the paperwork, you had all the resumes, you had all the applications, but God blessed you with a job, blessed you with a place to work, blessed you with food on your table, blessed you with a roof over your head, blessed you with shoes on your feet. And now you can look inside of your closet and you got all kinds of shoes to choose from. You got all kinds of dresses and all kinds of suits and pants and clothes to choose from when, when, when in the beginning you had nothing. We have to thank God for everything that we have. I, I, I remember the time when we had no cars and we were catching the bus. And we had to leave the house way early to try to get there in time enough because we had to catch the bus and catch the train and walk and catch the bus or catch another bus to get to where we were going. And now we walk outside and we have two cars in the, in the driveway. We got cars and a truck in the driveway. 
<laughs> we got a Jeep, a car, and a truck. You see, so God has brought us out, and God has delivered us. He's given us, he's given us not just a roof over our head, but he's given us a little mansion. He's given us a nice place to lay our heads. You know, and, and, and it's affordable, and we can afford to pay for it. God, every month after every month, he, he, he gives us enough money to provide for our needs and some of our wants. Glory to God. This is a day that the Lord has made. Therefore, we are to rejoice and be exceedingly glad therein. Because today is going to take care of the things of itself. Because today, in every need that we have, God is going to meet that need. Miracle after miracle, small miracle after small miracle, God wrought for us every day. Every day we get up in the morning and there's some grits and some eggs and there's some, there's some meat or some bread. There's something in the refrigerator. There's something in the cabinet for us to eat. There are people that don't even have a place to stay right now, that are sleeping up under the bridges. Huh? There are people that are going through the trash can of McDonald's and, and, and the Burger King and the, and the Wendy's to, to just to get the scraps out of the garbage to have something to eat. Church of a living God. Today, is the day that the Lord has made. You need to rise up and be an example. You need to rise up and touch somebody's life. You need to rise up and be a difference in the lives of others. We take too many things for granted. What is our mission on earth? What has God commissioned us to do on this earth? Huh? A lot of you think it's just to, to, to build churches and to and to hoop and holler on Sunday morning and to put on a good show for the people, showing how much you know the word of God and showing how well-versed you is at speaking the word of God. But no, the, the, the mission of God is for us to help our fellow man, to feed the hungry, to clothe the naked, to provide for those that are fatherless, that have, that have nowhere to go. That is our mission. And what we do, what we do on Sunday morning, what we do on the Sabbath day, is, is we come together to worship and praise God. That's where we come together to fellowship one with another, to forsake not the assembling together of ourselves, to worship and to praise God. But our work is outside of the church doors. Our work is out there in the project. Our work is out there in our community. Our work is out there where the homeless is. Our work is out there where the drug dealers is. My work, our work is out there where the homeless and those that are suffering from drug addiction and suffering from, from all manner of diseases, you know, that's where our work is. You know, it, 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 we got a church on every corner. We got a church on every block. And in between every block, all manner of wickedness is going on. And if we were but to come outside of our four walls and, and, and go knock on the doors in the houses in our community, not only would you might win new converts to the Lord, you, you, you may be able to save somebody's life. 
Think about that. Your intervention, you you coming together on the Sabbath day, on Saturday, and going out and going door to door in your neighborhood where your church is located, giving out some bags of food or giving out some, some pamphlets or giving out giving out some, you know, something to help the families, giving you the opportunity to minister, to pray with those families, it may save somebody's life. That's how crucial it is out here. Our little girls are going missing every day. But if you would take those young ladies in the church, you may save their lives. You may keep them off of the dating chat line. You may keep them off of of the dating sites where these children are being lured out to these predators who are taking them captive for them never to see home again. Yep, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And And we're coming to you live. And we're going to come to you with nothing but the whole truth. And it is up to you, church. It is up to you to come outside of your four walls and to do the ministry of God. We spend too much time ministering to each other. We spend all this time ministering to each other. We don't need ministering to. It's the ones that are out there in the world that need to be ministered to. They are the ones that we need to be reaching out to. They are the ones that we need to be feeding. They are the ones that we need to be clothing. They are the ones that we need to be showing love to. Church of a living God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. All right, let's get in the word of God. Today we're in the book of Revelation. Glory to God. And we're in the book of Revelations where it's talking about the judgment of God that is to come. Now, I, I want you to understand that that the book of Revelation is not something that is going to happen. This is not this is not prophecy that 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 you are looking for, which 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 it is three part. It's some that's happening. That's some that's happening now. It's some that's happened in the past, and it's some that's going to happen in the future. That's the that's the nature of prophecy. That's the nature of God's prophecy. But I'm coming to tell you today, I'm coming to show you today in the word of God where the revelation of God is taking place right here, right now, today. All right, we're in the book of Revelation, the sixth chapter. And we're talking about the four horses. We're talking about the revelation. We're talking about, we're talking about, we're talking about Jesus Christ breaking open the first seal. And when he broke open the first seal, this is what the writer saw. Sixth chapter, book of Revelation. And I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Well, what is that white horse? 
what is that white horse that has gone out to conquer and is conquering? That white horse is the symbol of power, the symbol of religion, the symbol of, 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 of these empires that have gone forth. But mainly we look at that white horse as, as the deceiver, as the religious, as, as, as Satan uh, uh, adorning himself as an angel of light and, and pretending to be the Christ and pretending to be that which is holy. That, that white horse represents that religious uh, spirit that has gone forth to deceive the whole world, conquering and to conquer. Right now, right now, you are under a spirit of delusion. You read in the Bible and you think you know the truth, but you are under a spirit of strong delusion. You can't even interpret these words. You don't even understand the word of God that you're reading. You know, this whole Bible that you're reading right here is about God and his relationship with his people. And if you don't know who you are, if you don't know that you are the chosen people of God, this whole Bible is about you, black America. This whole Bible is about, is about your relationship of your descendants with God. You are the children of Abraham. You are the children of Isaac. You are the children of Jacob. You are the offspring of God. And this whole Bible is about you and your relationship with God. And we as a people, look at us. We're out here dibbling and dabbling in homosexuality, transvestites. We are out here, we're out here, we're out here giving ourselves in lesbianism. We're out here giving ourselves in fornication, in adultery. We're out here, we're out here with, with our women with their breasts showing. Our, our our boys with their behind showing. We're out here. We're out here living our lives lasciviously because we don't know who we are. Church of a living God. We are the household of faith. We are the children of the living God. We are the household of Israel. And until we come back to God, if you notice in this word of God, God said that if we deny him, he's going to deny us. If we turn from him, God said he's going to turn from us. And look at what's happening to us. We're killing each other in the streets, murdering each other. Black on black crime at its worst. I'm not, I know this white on white crime. I know white people kill white people, Hispanic people kill Hispanic people. But no, I'm talking about us killing us. I'm talking about us killing us. And if anybody ought to be preserving life, we ought to be preserving our lives. In one month, we had over 368 abortions in Atlanta, Georgia, at one time. That's 368 soldiers that won't be able to fight on, in, in, on, on our side. That's 368 young people that would have, could have been teachers, could have been lawyers, could have been doctors, could have been, could have been social workers, could have been construction workers, could have been auto mechanics that were taken from us, soldiers that were taken from us. Church of a living God. How can we expect to win the war 
when we have over 64,000 missing black girls and we have thousands that are incarcerated, thousands, millions that are incarcerated across the nation. Our young girls are going missing. Our young men are mass incarcerated. We are being wiped out. We are being wiped out as a nation of people. It's time for us to turn around. It's time for us to come back. It's time for us to it's time for us to come back. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio podcast. And I wanted to get into the sixth chapter of the of the book of Revelation and we're talking about the white horse. So we're talking about the white horse right now that's gone out and, and we are seeing the effects of that white horse. All right, we'll continue this on next Saturday when we get back in the word. We're gonna we're gonna deal with the red horse, the horse of war. We're gonna deal with the black horse, which which is the black horse of, of of pestilence and earthquakes and disease, and then we're gonna deal with that pale horse, which is the horse of death. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. I pray that you enjoy this word. I pray that you heard this word, and I pray that this word go forth to change your life. In the name of Yahshua, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen, and thank God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Peace and blessings.